Hello, welcome to Thursday Thoughts. It is September 21st, and my name is Scott Kloss with the No Fear Podcast. And today we're going to talk about shutting your mind off and my experiences with attempting to shut my mind off, which is very, very hard for me. So if you've been listening the past couple of weeks, you know that I completed a 12-hour walk and one of the best parts about it that I didn't talk about much is towards the end, I was attempting to think of stuff and I just couldn't. And I can't remember the last time that my mind wasn't racing about something. And it felt like pure bliss and ecstasy to just be walking and having an empty mind, like no one is trying to tell you something. It would be like having six children and they're always like, mom, 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 dad, dad, dad. Hey, what are you doing? What's going on? Why do you need to go to the bathroom? Ah, and you know, you're just never, (laughs) you're never free from them. And I, it was just getting dark and I was looking at, someone was mowing their lawn. So you had the fresh smell of, of fresh cut grass. You had the birds were chirping the wind was blowing, the flowers were in bloom. Like it was just, wow, this is here all the time. Yet I'm always thinking about something or there's something on my mind. And so first of all, I just want to say I'm very thankful for how I think and how I am. I wouldn't change it for the world. And I've mentioned that before. Uh, However, it does get a little exhausting a lot of times. I should say a lot exhausting a lot of times. The good news is the best way to burn calories is by thinking. (laughs) So I burn like 5,000 calories a day between that and being huge. So quick story on my end and how this relates. On Monday night, I stayed up late watching Winning Time, which is a show on Max or HBO. And it's about the, 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 the 1980s like Lakers dynasty and the bird versus magic rivalry rivalry. And if you haven't watched it, it is so unbelievably good. Every time I start watching it, I say, okay, I'll watch one show. And then they do that great technique of the one episode just blends into the other. So then you say, oh, I'll just start watching it until the intro theme music. And then the intro theme music comes on and and you say, oh, I'll just watch it for 10 more minutes. And then it just doesn't happen. Like they're some of the smartest people on earth are their job is to get you to binge watch the shows. So I stayed up late. Luckily, the last episode wasn't out yet because I probably would have watched that because I was thinking, oh, I'll just watch the beginning. And because it was like the culmination, it was the season, the series finale even. So it was probably like 1230, maybe 1240. And that's late on a weeknight. Like that throws everything off. So in the morning, I'm tired. I am doing a really good job of doing Joe Dispenza meditations in the morning. And I couldn't shut my mind off. I was just like berating myself for staying up late. And then I was trying to shut that up. And, you know, by shutting it up, I mean like, hey, shut up. Like, I don't care what you think, you know, or whatever, or justifying it. Like, well... Sometimes, you know, it's good to unwind and, you know, it's it's very good leadership lessons and all that. So I'm just like kind of having this dialogue conversation with myself while I'm trying to meditate. And finally, I just shut the, the meditation off and 
I, I started thinking, I'm like, hey, if I'm really going to get anything out of this meditation, like I've got to shut my mind off. And I related it to in that moment thinking if I were to take a meeting with someone, let's say they had something they wanted to tell me, they wanted to give me constructive criticism, we would set up a meeting, we would go in the office, we would, you know, chit chat for a little bit, shoot the breeze, and then they would say their thing. And I would say, okay, you know, like, good, good point. You know, you'd, you'd come to a little agreement. And then you guys would open the door and we would both go on our way. And the meeting would be over. And the problem is with the mind, <laughs> it has your meeting. It tells you your constructive criticism. And it's not so constructive. It's just criticism. And then you open the door and the meeting's over and you go to your next thing. And it's like, hey, remember me? I still think you suck. <laughs> or whatever. You get the point. Like, it just doesn't go away. And I related it by relating it to another person in that setting. It gave myself permission to say, hey, I hear you. Like, what you're saying is valid. I shouldn't have stayed up till 1230, 1240 and watched Winning Time because sleep right now is one of my most valuable, important things that I'm really focused on. Because if I'm not getting the sleep I need and if I'm not eating what I should and if I'm not exercising how I want, how I want to, I am stacking the deck against me. I am making my own life harder. And my life and my job and my responsibilities as a father and as a coach and as, you know, with work, it's hard and exhausting enough. So why would I want to make it harder? And why would I want to stack the deck against me? So I'm really focusing on working with myself and making things easier. And the biggest thing I can do to make everything else easier is getting enough sleep. So it's a very important for me right now. It's not just like a random thing. And I thought about this and I, I listened to the feedback because it was valid in this case. It's not always valid. And I kind of uh, compromised with myself. And I said, you know, I really do agree that this was not the best decision and I'm not perfect and I could have done way worse, you know, like it was a really good stress reliever just to sit and veg. And um, and there was value to that. You know, I think if you try to be too perfect for too long, you're just setting yourself up for failure and you're setting yourself up for uh, more of a blow up or, you know, taking it out in, in a bigger way. And as Tori, my therapist, would say, I am a very all or nothing type of person. And she challenged me to, instead of being on each end of the spectrum, to go to be familiar and, and uh, become friendly and familiar with all of the spectrum. And so instead of being perfect, and you know, there's been times when I give up drinking, I give up sweets, I give up chips, I give up soda, I give up everything all at once for like, you know, a couple weeks or whatever. Instead of maybe what's one of those things I could give up or how could I live in the middle of the spectrum versus all or nothing. So that helped me, you know, because it, it gave me a little grace. And then I just said, look, the meeting's over and 
for these next 30 minutes, I am, I don't need, I don't need to hear from you. Like I am good. We can pick this up later. I, I might, the risk of sounding like weird. This is how I am in the process of healing myself and learning how to get the most out of myself and be the best version of myself. And this is just a real life scenario as soon as Tuesday, which is two days ago. And it really gave me that freedom and a permission to not think. And I got into a meditation like better than I probably ever have. And then I got done and I didn't have this voice just nagging at me and trying to like, you know, get my attention and share its disappointment or whatever. And it's not lasting forever. You know, it's going to be a constant work around what, how I can work best with myself and, and where I can go from there. But I will tell you that that was probably one of the best experiences of, you know, my recent time, just because when I can have that blank, empty mind, it's, it's just so freeing. So it did give me great energy for the day. It allowed me to think clearly and focus and like plan my priorities and show up better. And at work this week, I've been crushing it and I've had energy after work with the kids and with everything. And so I think I'm onto something. Uh, I know there's no just quick fix and I'm good with continuing to f- work on it and share it and see what suggestions you guys may have. And if I could help anyone, then it's a huge win for me. Um, I just you get filled up by that. And then in turn, you know, you guys might share some stories you have and it, it could help me. So I'm reading a lot about this. I'm very focused on it and will be so excited to continue to share. The biggest thing that helps shut my mind up is making a decision. So a lot of what going on internally is like, oh, you should do this or, hey, you could do this. Hey, you really need to do the dishes. Hey, you really need to sweep the floor. Hey, you really need to uh, go for a run. You really need to stretch. Hey, you really need to do this spreadsheet. You really need to check this. You really need, and it, it just goes on and on and on. And when I say to myself, like I plan my day every day, every morning, when I get that morning planned and it's like all of those, Hey, you, sh- you, sh- you need to do this. You should do this. And I put it in four hour increments. I have a column for 5.30 to 8.30 in the morning, a column from 8.30 to 1, 1 to 5.30, and then 5.30 to 9. And then I have one 9 to bedtime. And right now, bedtime is usually around 9.30, 10. So it used to be like 1 o'clock. So it was four, five equal you know, times. I put them in their place. I, I don't have to think about them. You know, I'm not going to forget about them because I check this 20 times a day probably. And then I make a decision. What is most important right now? I can only do one thing with my time right now. What is most important? As long as I'm making the best use of my time in the present, then my voices, my inner voice, my inner critic has nothing to complain about. And there's so much clarity when I get that time to prep and prepare and then make the decision, uh, 
I can, it, it gives me so much power, so much energy to take on everything else. If you, if you find yourself getting caught, hey, should I, I have a, a wedding to go to, that's maybe a bad example. Uh, I have this happy hour I could go to, should I go to it? Or should I stay home and get stuff done? Or should I get to bed early or whatever? And you just, your internal battle with yourself is, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't do. Just make a decision. As soon as you can make a decision, the better. If you need to write out a pros and cons list and look at it, do it. But the longer you sit in that indecision, it is just draining. It is, it is burning tons of energy tons of resources and decision fatigue is a very real thing where if you spend too much time in a day making decisions even choosing what you want to eat or where to go for dinner or any this what to wear it it is the hardest thing on earth and that all comes from not being able to make a decision quick enough so to summarize making that decision helps me making the decision helps me tremendously I was, you know, the walking 12 hours helped me, but that's not always a solution. Giving myself permission to saying like, I hear you and I need this time for A, B, or C, for X. And at that point it was a meditation, but it could be whatever fill in the blank. The reels, the fun, I love funny reels. They are like, they get me through the day. But they're not going to go anywhere. There's going to be funny reels when I'm done. The group texts that you're in or that I'm in, they'll still be there when I'm done focusing. So um, you put in that little bit of effort, get that really focused result where your mind is quiet and you're just really, really focused and dedicated on the task at hand. That you put that together consistently and that yields to huge results. So I hope this helped. Let me know if you came with any ahas or have any questions you can leave them in the comment and please like follow or subscribe thank you so much